It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, so you guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own would not represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on resentments. In this episode 70 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we were waiting. We were waiting for that. How's, uh, how's it going, guys? It's going good. It's going. Yeah. James? I'm in quarantine. Oh, yeah. We're all in separate studios because of Dennis. It's all my fault. What did you do? I attended a meeting. <laughs> Someone in that meeting tested positive for COVID, so they shut down the meeting and for two weeks. And now I'm doing Zoom. I told my parents, and they wanted me to like stay home for two weeks and not go anywhere. which is completely understandable i completely understand you know my parents are high risk and especially my dad who has you know lifelong respiratory problems so completely understandable so do they they bring you your food to your door knock on the door and then no i mean i'm not really quarantined from them i don't have it but they just don't want me going out into crowds and stuff like that because of you know the numbers are you know things are pretty crazy right now (laughs) they're gonna be doing that so it's not just two weeks though you should be doing that you know yeah i mean they basically said you know they didn't really give a timeline but you know they were just like you know i don't want you or don't want you going out blah 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 now you know how i feel so so you in for you in are you on for mo- in for months on end? Um, no, I don't know. I'm just playing it, see what happens when like the thirteenth comes, and gotcha, and see it. I mean, I'm definitely gonna be a little more vigilant, avoid crowds, which I kind of have been, anyways. You know, my anxiety has been helping me avoid crowds, but like I think it's a time to be a little more vigilant and aware of the risk you know because like most of this time you know when i was going to meetings and stuff like the virus didn't really get that close you know like i didn't know anyone that was catching it i wasn't blah 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 you know and i was safe wearing my mask and all that kind of stuff now in the past like couple of weeks there's like been several people that i've had conversations with who either has a you know uh household member who has it or been in close contact with someone and i've been in close contact with a couple of people who've tested positive so now it's like more real in a way like it's always real but now it's like here it's like (laughs) in my circles you know so now have your parents um since they have underlying conditions right you said that you said that earlier uh or no do they fall into the category where they can get the vaccine on the earlier end uh possibly are they interested uh probably maybe i don't know yeah i haven't really talked to them about the vaccine i mean the way the vaccine's working in florida right now i mean we don't really have it (laughs) you know like some people have it some people are getting but like people aren't able to make appointments you know i mean there's as of like yesterday there's only like 15 million that have been distributed and only 4 million have been given out. That's the whole United States. And there's 300 over 300 million people in the United States. So it's like, it's not a overnight for all. It's a ways to go. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So, but, I mean, but, all good as long as everyone, you know, is safe. Don't pretend like it's over and everything's back to normal. It's just continue to be vigilant and safe. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, you you done anything to get your head out of, um, I guess, uh, your room? Any watch uh, anything? I watched Solo for the first time yesterday. Yay! That's like the first time I ever seen. I also finished Mandalorian. So I'm kind of like catching up on all the Star Wars universe stuff, I guess. Nice. Just... That's, pretty, that's pretty sweet. James, yeah. how, how's everything uh, for you? How's the last week been? Uh, a lot of work. I don't, I don't remember the last day I had off. Wow. It's just uh, the day after, the week after Christmas is actually called Hell Week. And um, it's, it's not as busy as, say, last year, but uh, it's been pretty busy. And uh, I just, uh, you know, stay um, careful, wash my hands often. But uh, just stacking up the cheddar, man. Stacking up the cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you liked cheese that much. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, that, it, was, that was a mic quality pun right there. <laughs> it was. It, it honestly it ruins my intestines. So <laughs> <laughs> there was there was you know the big blocks of cheese you can get at like the uh, the big stores like uh, Costco or Sam's Club or BJ's. I had an entire big block of cheese at one sitting, and I didn't intend on doing it. But, like, I made a thing of macaroni and cheese, and I'm like, oh, I'll have this for a couple nights, and I ate all of it. And then I remembered that I had made it with that entire block. And I'm like, oh, no, I ate an entire block of cheese. It was something like two pounds of cheese. Oh, wow. And Did you wait afterwards to see if it translated? Yeah, <laughs> I think it does, right? I mean, you're adding two pounds of matter to your mass. I'm sure it probably does. Yeah, that's a lot of science. That's a lot of science. Um, I think I think it does. Some of it, I think, I tucked into my socks, so it's probably only like you know, probably only like pounded three quarters. You know. Yeah. But, so that's you do anything uh, fun, James, outside of the work, or just sleeping, meetings, and work. Sleeping, meetings, and work. Yep, that about sums it up. Jeez, um, we I do marriage Monday uh, with my wife, so I'm in charge of that, so I can just do anything I want, basically. So yesterday I had to go um, shopping for new clothes for work and groceries so it's like for marriage time you're gonna come shopping with me (laughs) she's like okay she doesn't like leaving the house really uh, well explain marriage monday for us people that don't know it's where we we take um time out of the day at least once a week to focus on uh, our marriage and do uh, intentional time together so we can be a, a stronger unit together. And, um, you know, we've, um, I mean, Dennis, you, I know you personally have seen us at odds with each other, but um, we tend to, since we've been doing marriage time and three and a half years of working on it, uh, we, we really don't have any fights anymore. We not. Well, that's good. Still there, James? Um, Dennis, can you hear James? I can hear you, Mike. I don't hear James. Okay. James! James! <laughs> she's like, oh, thank you so much. I love you so much for being honest with me. And she's like, yeah, I like to keep the cap top, on, the top cap on. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll try to be more careful for you. Stuff like that. I know it sounds cheesy, but, uh, you know, it's... Oh, my God, I want to hear that story, but you were just cut out <laughs> in 30 seconds. I was what? You were, we couldn't hear you for like 30 seconds or more. Really? So we missed whatever the cat story was, and I still want to hear the cat story. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do you want to retell it or you want to, everybody could just try to guess what the beginning was? <laughs> uh, Our studio technical prop return. You can hear me now perfectly, right? Oh, yeah. You, yes. you, sound, you sound good. It's, it's like we know the punchline, but we don't know the, the setup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pass. Okay. <laughs> that's actually that's actually way more exciting. That's, uh, oh, I'm gonna have a resentment because of this. Oh, that's that's clever. Um, I I don't know about you guys. I felt like I was the king of resentments um, growing up. I'm thankful I don't have any uh, right now. Quick update for me: everything is great today, and Yay. that's because of staying in the day. And, uh, it's funny you said staying vigilant. Um, and I don't know about you guys, like one of my best friends, Toronto, John would always, always say that, uh, when I first got sober, he and I were thick as thieves. He came into the program eight months before me. And, uh, he, even though he was old enough where he could almost be my father, he Star Wars reference. Uh, but he (laughs) just, carried himself in a way of like you know like he he could easily fit into our fellowship and there would be be no difference but every time i would see him and we'd say goodbye at the end he would say stay vigilant and that's that's important because it will creep up in resentments creep up in expectations for me um and i expect very little you know like i Whenever I expect, like, hey, today's going to be a great day, no matter what happens in it, uh, that that day is a great day. And, and I'm excited because this weekend, I, I'm a little bummed out because uh, Dennis has his uh, big screening of the movie that we talked about. And I was psyched I was able to secure uh, tickets for my daughter and myself to make it. And then as we just shared, like everything kind of had to shut down as far as uh, going out around other people because of the the pandemic. So I got my ticket and I said, you know, even though like uh, the, the large amount of people, because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis, but probably people will um, not be attending as many as last year or the year before did when you uh, had a festival. Because less people are out in movies, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean they are. They're holding it in a theater that holds like 500 at the Disney Springs AMC, not sponsored by us. Uh, um, but they're like, oh, I don't even know. I think it was like 30 or 40 percent capacity that they're doing. Right. Um, I know, like. I'm not sure who of our friends are going. I know there was a group of us that were going to go, but I obviously can't go now. Right. Um, I know that like at least two of our friends had tickets already. And actually I had a ticket already. Um, so I'm not, I haven't really talked to them to know if they're going or not. I should probably yeah. <laughs> that I'm not going, but eh, yeah. They, so, they'll, see, they'll see you on the big screen. It'll feel like you're there. Yeah. Did you ever? Re- I mean, it, it's Disney, so they're relatively safe as far as you know. You, as far as you can be, you know, as far as movie theaters can be safe, but you know, there will be mask and social distancing and that kind of stuff. But yeah, what were you saying, James? Oh, uh, Dennis had asked me if I was going to go a couple weeks ago, and I said no. Because uh, of the pandemic, and I was just wondering if he had a resentment then, and ha ha to you now, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't my little it before, I ha- I had a brief moment of like, oh my god, why does he not want to go to the premiere? It'll be so much fun. But then I, you know, quickly turned that around. That like, obviously, I understand why you're not going to go to the like, the premiere. You know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't just, hold on to a resentment or anything. It was more of a like, oh, I want to have fun with my friend. <laughs> yeah, and quickly turned it around. You know, within like a minute, less than a minute. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I I get it, and 
I at this point I'm planning on going because I actually since I mean I I get weekly tests so I have two negative uh, COVID tests that I took and really for my not that I would get fired if I didn't go out and do things but um, for my job I don't put myself in harm's way I sanitize like an sob and wear a face mask but just like how James goes out into the world just to because you gotta, what did you say, make that bread or stack that bread? Stack it's that like, cheddar. I just, yeah, cheddar. stack that cheddar. That's what it is. We were talking about. I, I thought we were, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of gluten free biscuits. Um, it was, it's something where I know that I have to, uh, I have to go. So I don't have to go see the movie, but regardless, right now, my intentions are, are going. If, you know, my daughter's not feeling up to it. I think it's pretty cool. That will be her very first movie. Um, oh, wow. Will, will be yours. Uh, I feel honored. It'll be good. I mean, I hope she doesn't throw tomatoes at the screen. Wait, you, you, uh, you are yeah. going? Well, I am. I, I already purchased tickets. Yeah. And if there's one thing you guys know more than anything else when it comes to me, if I buy something and don't use it, I feel like I'm just throwing money away. So I have intentions on going, yes, because you know, I already purchased. You know, selfishly, I'm kind of glad you're going because then you can, like, look at the audience and let me know what works and what doesn't work because I won't be there to see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm planning on wearing the exact same thing because I want to sign autographs on the way out, but that's just my ego. You, you know? should. Um you yeah. should throw a little hell yeah, heck no on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be, uh, but, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to have that opportunity uh, anyway. So jumping into resentments, and I'm glad you oh, wait, wait. I want to say something that okay. uh, um, props to James. Like they do a little badge, like, you know, like a, you know, press badge, filmmaker badge, like you like they do at festivals, right? So you get a badge and it tells the event and it's kind of like a collector's thing, but it's your pass in or whatever. And because of James artwork, we are one of the posters featured on the badge. Yay. So will I get, will I get a badge with the ticket? I believe you will. Okay. You can have mine so that way you can keep it um, in your, I guess uh, in my I don't know collection. your collect your yeah your collector's uh, box yeah. what have you that'll be right, great we, and it we looks beautiful. Made, we also made the trailer too. There's a trailer up for the festival, and yeah. you're in the trailer, <laughs> Mike. Really? I don't yeah. think I've seen that. You'll have to. I don't know if you can share it with me. I would love. I to I, I don't know if I can share it. I could probably tag you in it. But uh, I tried to share it the other day, and the sharing was turned off on it. It was in like an internal group. Oh kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. But, uh, nice. But but it's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, that's that's sweet. Well, if if you share it with me again, I won't have a resentment. Um, and if you uh, you don't share it, then that's fine. Yeah. It's all it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Um, resentments, like I, I mentioned, like for me, uh, and this is no slam against my, uh, my upbringing, but my, my mother would have a lot of resentments and voice those resentments. So for me, it was growing up, it was pretty natural and common to have resentment against things in my life. And, uh, I found out that it's one of the isms uh, in alcoholism that is very uh, dangerous. You know, more than anything else for me, I know that I will fixate on those. And I had to do some serious work in step four, step five, and again recently to not um, have that negativity come from it. Did you guys have an issue with this before the program? And what, what did your first sponsors, um, you know, say to, to help you through? Was it any, anything else other than, you know, uh, working that step? You, we're not in the studio, so you got to call on you, one of us. I was just waiting for anybody. Uh, to go. 
<laughs> like silence. Um, I mean, resentment. Like my my sponsor early on, you know, like pointed out that there, you know you got like two types of people in AA. Some that come in and they're really like resentment oriented, and the other that is fear oriented. And for me, I was definitely more fear oriented. So my meaning, like my fearless, was much longer than my resentmentless. You know, I was relatively okay not holding resentments, but obviously I had some. Um, my biggest one, obviously, was my father. You know, I had a resentment with him for my entire life, like literally as long as I can remember. You know, I always he was like the authoritarian figure who was like. Uh, a workaholic. So he was always at work. And, and a lot of times the only time I saw him was when he came home and then I would get in trouble for everything bad that I did that day. And so like I early on, like identified him as like, he's the enemy. And, you know, a lot of like what drove my life was like my resentment towards him and trying not to be like him. You know, and obviously you grow up and you realize that you're a lot like him without, you know, because you don't have a lot of control over a lot of things. But so I think like working the step, you know, four and five definitely helps put it into perspective and identify it and process it a little more. But then there's other things that I heard in meetings and probably from my sponsor and from other people in the fellowship where I had to start looking at him as a human being, you know, not just as my father, but just as another human being. So like humans aren't perfect. We all have our own, you know, desires and fears and quirks and eccentricities and, and whatever, and no one's going to be perfect. So like we can't hold our parents up to their, this standard that doesn't exist, you know? And you almost like when you start looking at people as like human beings that are gonna be fallible and make mistakes and do things that we don't like and stuff, and you, it's easier to forgive them, you know. And then I had to like learn kind of his language in a way, you know. So like my dad's not one to say I love you, so he wouldn't like. I can't particularly remember any time I ever heard him say I love you and if he probably has at some point in my life but it would probably be less than 10 times easily in my entire life but then I had to learn that like he says I love you in different ways you know like here I am hating on my dad and all of this but he's let me like live in his house for like a long time now you know if he didn't love me he wouldn't have not you know, he wouldn't allow me to live in his house and feed me and stuff like that. And also, like, my dad will, like, whenever I leave, will say things like, oh, be safe or be careful or drive safe. And I had to learn that, like, that's his way of saying I love you. You know, he's never going to say the words I love you. But there's when you look at it, it from a different perspective, that he is actually his actions and things that he does say mean that he cares so then you just gotta like recognize that that like it's a lot easier to forgive people when you look at them as people and like you know don't judge them just like you don't want to be judged kind of thing you know but yeah that's all i got thanks dennis james resentments Dennis, you said a lot of good things that I could uh, relate to. And, and I've actually met your dad. Um, Peaches is his name, right? No, that's my oh, dog. That makes so much sense now. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I thought it was like a nickname, like a mafia nickname or something. That is his favorite fruit. <laughs> I thought you just thought it was Peaches because, like, Peaches is the short dog and I'm short. And I thought you got, thought we looked alike. <laughs> Uh, hello, wife. Do you have any resentments against me right now? Oh, nothing but love, guys. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but what does she say when the radio is yeah. off? <laughs> oh, boy. 
So, yeah, like when I came into the, the program, I did not have a lot of resentments. You know, I knew I drank uh, because of fear. Um, I, like I didn't blame anyone for the way I was. I just, um, I had a lot of shame and guilt. So resentments wasn't a big thing for me. You know, of course, as an alcoholic, I, I do have resentments. Well, I did. Uh, but by the grace of God and through the 12 steps, I was able to face my resentments and, and work through them. And today, you know, I don't, I cannot honestly, I can honestly say that I don't think about anyone or what they've done to me um, for more than uh, what, 10 seconds. If it comes up, I'm just like, oh, no, that, that I don't care about that. Yeah. And um, for me, as um, working uh, in a bar, um, you know, I work for tips and I get to practice this every night, guys. Like sometimes I'll get uh, to a couple in and they're, they're nice and everything. And they're like, oh, you're really good blah, blah, blah. And then when they leave, they'll leave me like a really bad tip. And my first reaction every time is resentment. I was like, those mother effers, like, how could they do this to me? And, uh, <laughs> and it, it's gotten better and better um, over the past three years. But I mean, that's my, my first reaction is like, how dare they do this to me? Don't they know that they have, that they have to tip 18%? And that is standard in America, if you're listening from abroad. And, um, you know, but it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, well, maybe they maybe they were part of the people who lost their job in the pandemic. Mm. And then I go right to gratitude and I'll be like, they're giving me extra money. You know, they pay for their meal and now this is the extra part they're giving me. So then I get to, you know, I'm thankful. Oh, that's so nice then. And, um, you know, that helps me a lot. And um, it's funny because, you know, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know, people, the servers and the bartenders, they talk about their tips all the time, like all the time. They're like, look what this, look what this guy left me. Can you believe that? Or if they get like a hundred dollar tip, they'll be like, look, look, look. And uh, it's, it's mainly negative. Like people talk about their tips um, about the negative tips more than the good tips. If they get, if they get their 18 or 20%, they're like, yep, yep, that's what I deserve, and they'll tuck it away. Um, I mean, and I'm talking about me, basically, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't voice my opinion to negative tips anymore. And so, so that's a good way on a daily basis to, to check myself and to check how I respond to what I perceive as negative. And then I go to gratitude. And, uh, and in the end, I tell myself, you know what? It, it all works out. I'm always provided for. I, I, I always get my bills paid on time. You know, I might make 100 this night, but I'll make 300 this night. It's, it doesn't, it all works out in the end. So what is one person? And then it's funny because I hear, this. he doesn't work there anymore, but there was this guy, Greg, and he would, whenever he got a bad tip, like it, would just, it might even be 15%. He thinks he deserves uh, 20%. He was like, I hope they get into a car accident oh. and die. <laughs> oh my God. I shit you. <laughs> it was so morbid. I would look at him and I was like, that's pretty harsh, Greg. He's like, and then he didn't know what to say. Like, I would always try to be the voice of reason, but it was, yeah, that was pretty, pretty intense. Huh. What about you, Mike? Oh, I'm gonna... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like one thing, like I used to serve tables like back in the day. And uh, one thing that I learned is that like ignore your tips, like every table you get, you know, you might get 30 tables in a night or something. Ignore every single table. You're going to get good tips. You're going to get stiff. It is what it is. But then after two weeks, like a lot of jobs get their paycheck every two weeks. So after two weeks, when you get that paycheck, with servers, a lot of times that's zero because you're living off your tips. But average out the hours you worked with the amount of money you made in two weeks. And then when you do that, it's a whole different story because it all averages out. Like I had a, a friend of ours who is a server one day was complaining about the night that he was having 
and the and the bad tips that he was getting. And I was like, well, average it out for two weeks. And he did it. He did the math. And it, and it ended up that in that two weeks, he was making $30 an hour, you know? So it's, it's really about, you know, you don't, you don't yell at every pothole you hit on the road. If you make it from point A to point B safe and sound and, and beat the time, then it's a good journey. You know, even if you hit a couple of potholes. Is that what you call people that smoke marijuana? (laughs) (laughs) Potholes? Oh, man. You're not talking about people. You're talking about, like, dents in the road, right? In the asphalt? Yeah. You didn't get there. It's okay. Oh, did you guys hear our sponsor share this morning? No. I heard your sponsor share this morning. Oh, Mike, yes. you weren't on the, Okay. Yeah, he was... Wasn't that a good share? I loved when he was talking about that. Like, he would... Um, he was talking about how he would go leave school, uh, get an older person to buy beer, smoke a blunt, and then go back to class. And he was talking about how, you know, it was just three kids doing that in the whole school. Everyone else was a good student. And it was just the... I was like, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the topic was about like people being like normies, so-called quote unquote non-alcoholic people, normies, not understanding what alcoholics go through and like what it is or whatever. And, you know, so his share was really like good on explaining like, you know, we are not normal people and normal outside people aren't going to necessarily understand it. And he used that analogy of being like he used to skip school and go out and get drunk and stuff. But, you know, thinking that he's like a normal person, but there was only three of them in the whole giant school that were doing that, you know, and that's not normal. (laughs) And that the rest of the people that were just going to class and doing their what they're supposed to do wouldn't understand why these three people did that. Yeah, I mean, and uh I don't know. I think as as a child, you you don't like. I I don't know about you guys. I didn't know re- resentment's a word that you hear a lot, like in uh, in program, like in meetings. People say resentments, but out in the rest of the world, like they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you agree that that word's usually not used? It's just expressed rather than it's actually like used as like you know I. I resent that or it's a resentment that I have. Yeah. I mean, I think that goes along the lines of like, you know, where AA is kind of an Mm -hmm. introspective program in the sense we like, you know, we look in our shadow and try to clean up the mess and, and stuff like that. Where mostly in the outside world, it's not like most people aren't doing an inventory on themselves, you know, and so they look at it as, oh, I just don't like that person or that person's a piece of shit or, you know, whatever. And it comes right. out as just anger. Even if they've held that anger for 30 years, it's they've never looked right. at it and asked why and how to clean it up. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. I never thought the resentments would go away. I don't know about you guys. It was... Um, I'm like, no, I'm always going to hold on to that, and I'm always going to have a tough time with it. And I was thinking about one of the biggest resentments that I had, and I mentioned that growing up, it was almost like a lesson, because parents, whether they know it or not, they teach lessons even when they're not trying to teach lessons to your kids. And a lesson that I had is, you know, if you resent so, and it was just my family. If you have a resentment, so like if you're mad at somebody about something, you never tell them that you're mad. You just can hold it against them in secret forever, but to not actually bring it up. That sounds it, really toxic. Extremely toxic. Um, so when I got sober, my, uh, my mother would actually pretty much the first thing after I went to my first meeting and then, uh, you know, called up my parents separately and told them. And my mother's reaction was, oh, my, like, what did I do to make you an alcoholic? And I'm like, 
no, you didn't do anything. And I explained like the very little that I knew. And I said, it's just, you know, by the sounds of it, because this is day one, it's just, it's a disease. And I don't understand the disease yet, but it's, you know, it's not your fault. You know, you didn't do anything. And then as the years went on, she kept bringing it up. And then a guy that she had been dating years earlier that they broke up because of a physical altercation that he had with her. They got back together and he was an active alcoholic who uh, became homeless during the decade that they were apart. And when they got back together, he was still using and he was bad mouthing the program. And I had a huge resentment from year um, two, three, two and three, I would say. And it took me a lot of working with my current sponsor to actually uh, get through it. But step four was, uh, you know, without that, I just, I would have been, uh, I would have been lost without actually that. And also uh, turning it over, you know, to, uh, to get through that awful situation. So, yeah, that's, that's that. Are we finding anything good? Anything good in there? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing anything. Are you eating, Dennis? <laughs> oh, no. I was, like, yeah, it picking like up it. trash. <laughs> no. My no I have no resentment that I didn't make any noise during your share. But when it came to mine, <laughs> you decided to dispose of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's I'm sorry. how it works. Uh, I, I've worked. I've worked through it. Before, I would just have resentment and carry it with me. And I'm making jokes now, but literally, that's what I would do: is I would go weeks upon weeks, and not be like really mad, but be like, you know what? Why aren't they listening? I always listen to them, um, and that's a good example of how, um, at first, say, hey. What's what's happening here? You know, how can I how can I uh, you know improve the situation? But uh, resentments are are brutal, um, and it's I don't know. I've heard in plenty of meetings as far as expectations are just uh, future resentments. Do you guys find you have uh, a tough time with expectations turning into that? Or you have it in pretty good control, Dennis? I mean, I think that's something that I got to be vigilant, the word of the day, about is, yeah, I mean, expectations is, is, you know, I think a lot of times we project in the sense of like, you know, I want to try to be the best person I can. And I understand I have shortcomings and defects and I'm not a perfect person and stuff. And I can a lot of times let myself slide with that. But then when it comes to other people, when like I expect people to act a certain way or treat other people a certain way. So when they deviate from that, you know, it causes discomfort or like, anger or like what the hell you know but then you know you always have to turn it around you have to bring it back like oh they're they're right you know and then i think like expectations on events and stuff like okay i worked hard on this why is it not being received the way i want it to be received or why are people not appreciating this that i did or whatever and again that's our expectations are just that there are expectations like every person in the world has a different expectation on how things should be or how people should act. So like none of them are, it's not always going to line up. And even, even if people do have the same expectations or same like morals or principles or whatever, they're not perfect. So they're never going to always 100% of the time be quote unquote good person or like perfect mm. person, you know. I hear that. How are expectations with you, James? Yeah. Well first ask Dennis if the area around <laughs> <him> is clean. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it was relatively clean. I was just throwing some napkins okay. away and stuff. Like, um, yeah, I really didn't think y'all could hear it. Now I know how you guys felt when I had issues with the first 29 episodes. When you were making freaking Parmesan? I don't know. It took a long time to get to a, a good audio. but you know, it, sounds, it sounds whatever. great now. We, we're just joking. Yeah. At least That's we don't true. sound like robots today. So, uh, well, first, uh, first a joke. I was um, uh, working the bar last night uh, with my with the other bartender Matt, and he um, something happened, and he was acting. I said, "Man, you're being really intense right now." And he turned around and looked at me, and he's like, "That's because I like camping." Nice. <laughs> nice. Like, and I was popping like, those pants. Oh my I get it. But uh, it was it was good because you could tell he was upset, but he you know it diffused. But um, now, as far as expectations and resentments, <clears throat> um, I like to use uh, two of the four agreements, uh, which is you know don't take anything personally, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, <coughs> don't. Um, so the four agreements, if you don't know, are. Always do the best you can. Uh, be integral with your word. Uh, don't do, don't take anything personally, and don't assume anything. So when I don't assume anything, you know that kind of takes care of the expectations for me. You know, you ask questions if you don't know. Um, you don't assume someone's going to do this. Uh, if you see it needs to be done, do it for crying out loud. Don't expect other people to do it. Um, those are kind of a, a good rule of thumb for me. So don't assume anything and um, don't take anything personally is good because if people do not meet your expectations, which they tend to not do, if you don't take it personally, you're all good, man. You're just like, okay, they're, they're just doing their thing. You can't control anyone. You can't do anything about anyone. You can just focus on yourself and do the best you can. So that's uh, some good advice I've learned and I try to stick with it. So it's nice to have those those things I can fall back on. Like, okay, I can't take this personally, James. Um, don't take it personally. Uh, do the best you can. Be integral with your word. Don't lash out at him or her. And uh, be kind and loving in the things you do. That's, yeah. that's great advice. Yeah, And it's, um, yeah. This, this week, a friend of mine asked for some uh, advice on a situation that was happening to them. So, I'll give you I'll give you the quick story and also I do not offer any advice unless it's solicited because I got myself into issues with that in the past where people just tell a story and they want to vent and then I try to give my opinion and they say well yeah I I didn't really ask for it and it's bit me in the butt so essentially <laughs> the short story is she just signed a lease moved in with one of her friends and then her friend's uh, boyfriend that she just started seeing was there all the time in the common space, and it was driving her nuts. And they all work at the same place. And while we'll call her Diana, while Diana, my friend, was off the entire day and Tanya was at work, Tanya said, hey, by the way, Ben, my boyfriend's going to be hanging out for the next week every single day and it drove diana so nuts that she's like i'm gonna have to move out i'm no longer going to be able to be friends with this person because this person's going to be hanging around and i can't stand it and i said well what do you think's fair she said uh, him to pay a third of the rent if he's staying i said well did you tell her that and she said no she should just know that like that's what's fair and you know what's fair for one person is not fair for another. So why don't you why don't you ask her? Let's say that, well, this is what I'm comfortable with, and then if she says, well, that's not going to happen, then you have two options: you either put up with it, or you then move out and and talk to the landlord and get it situated. But um, whenever you just assume that you know what anybody else is thinking, even if you really know that person. People change all the time. And how you guys, like, in this pandemic, I feel like we've been able to, 
stay connected, the three of us, even though uh, we haven't been able to be in the same room. We've been able to connect on a weekly basis for an hour talking about our lives uh, and talking about the program and doing this and hitting up Zoom meetings together. But there's a lot of people in this last year, I don't know if you guys feel it, that have changed, like friends of mine that I haven't connected with. And then I had conversations, and it's like, this last year has really, you know, uh, sent a lot of people on a loop, whether it's people in the program or not. And I'm not going to assume having conversations with, with people that who I thought they were a year ago is who they are today, you know, because we do change. And when something is, shakes us up, whether it's a change of employment, change of location of employment, a lot of people are working from home. Or some people aren't employed at all. Like this is, there's very few people who have stayed the exact same. Even the amount of people that are coming in to see you, James, even though last year at this time you're working at the same place, think of all the changes that have happened. Um, and I'm sure added frustrations, even as far as like face masks and sanitizing um, and workflow, yeah. you know? Um, so I try to give people the benefit of the doubt this year in particular, to avoid resentment. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of, like, you know, I think 2020, even, like, the people that have had good years this year, it, for the massive majority of people, it's just been weird. You know, even the people that have had good years, it's weird. Everything's different. Everything's changed. And a lot of different perspectives and pops up and like just everyone everyone is dealing with with stuff that we've never had to deal with in our lifetime and stuff so it's it is weird it is different i think most people are just trying to cope the best they can and make it through their day with their fears and their resentments and their stress and stuff like that i mean we benefit because one we we have the program and we have each other like we can like you said, stay in touch, go to meetings. And that lessens a lot of that other stuff that would build up like resentment, stress and all of this kind of stuff where most people out there aren't. Most people are out there, you know, worried about making rent, worried about getting a job back and worried about, you know, sick relatives and stuff without a program or a fellowship to like help lessen that pain i guess yeah you guys are doing a good job and you know what you could do a lot of stuff and i i wouldn't resent you more than at least a week you know it's probably it's probably gonna be a seven day resentment which is fine i think that should be a book to teach people how to get rid of resentment within seven days or your money back i like it uh, I, I, I should think we should aim for like seven, seven minutes. minutes. If what we can is it, get it down to seven programs? minutes, like seven minute ads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Progress, not perfection. Anything else you guys want to jump in before we uh, put a bow? I, okay. I got a quick question. Like we, we resentments with like people and stuff, but you know, in the book and in our step work, it's, you know, people, places, institutions, whatever. And like, did y'all have any resentments that are not like tangible people where you can be like, Oh, I'm mad at Johnny because he stole my pencil in first grade, but more like, you know, I, uh, resentful at politicians or the police department or, or teachers or God or, you know, priest or anything like that. Like that is more abstract. Yeah. I I think forever the people get resentful at the weather, you know, and they're mad at, right. I mean, that's like a crazy thing, but it's totally true. And me and meteorologists all get lumped together um, at that. And I think uh, people have resentment against the year 2020, which is so crazy, you know, Everybody, you know, uh, 2020. Yeah. I mean, right? You see all the memes. 
Yeah, but you know, yeah, but you've noticed for the last like several years, it's been like, oh, 2016, oh, 2017, right. oh, 20, 2019 was horrible. Remember 2019? That was so horrible. Now 2020, and now we're 2021. And the funny thing, so I don't see. like. I look back because yeah, I probably said like, uh, like, like you're saying, years past that were awful, and then hindsight being 2020 is the fact that. It's actually not bad. And I can even say 2020 for me was not how I thought it would be January 1st, 2020. Um, but it ended up being the best year yet. You know, my sobriety and my connection to my higher power has never been better. I've never had more love for my child. And I've never felt more love from the circle of people that I have and the people that I have in my life right now. Um, I posted pictures of me smiling, really happy. And I lost 15 uh, friends on Facebook this last week. And, uh, I went back just happenstance and, uh, wanted to look at Sony's page and it was one of my really good friends here in Orlando. And I, I don't have resentment against them not wanting to see me smiling. Maybe they're going through something, but, um, I was kind of, I don't think it was a smile. I think they just don't like your face. You know, Dennis. It, was, it was Dennis. Oh, I'm That's sorry. Exactly who it was. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you can see yeah. when I uh, yeah. you. Darn I can it. see all that. I can see. And if you're listening right now, because you probably are, I see you. I see you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's my take on uh, resentments that that aren't people. Years, weather, and coronavirus this past year. I think a lot of people have resentment again. Let's not um, forget about uh, driving on the road because you're pretty much mad at the cars, right? The people, and um, you know, standing in line at the the checkout, you know, you get you get a resentment about everything. You know, that's why they put those things on the side to distract you. The magazines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I, that's one thing that I like. You know figured out a long time ago when I first started driving and stuff is like, if I'm going to get mad at every time someone cuts me off or like changes lane without a signal or anything like that, then I'm literally going to be mad every day in my life because that that's part of driving that happens. And I'm guilty of that too, sometimes without paying attention. I mean, like, that's just, that's driving. You're guilty of more than so, that. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, that's why we don't have saying, to talk about don't that. get mad, get even works, right? <laughs> and two wrongs, do yeah, make a right. I don't think that. And always yeah, I don't think that's how any of that works. To a knife party. All these, <laughs> all these things. Super, super good advice. Especially the last one, I'm partial. You know, it's just. Seriously, try, stab, try stabbing somebody from 15 feet away. <laughs> unless, unless your arms are really are you guys still with me is this <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> uh anything oh. else gentlemen do we answer your question dennis even a little <laughs> a little bit okay yeah. well well this was fun uh who knew resentments could be so fun and healthy um We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 71. We're the defective character. It's entirely right to have all these character defects removed. Remember, resentments are like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Or at least get really, really sick. Uh, we'll see you next time. Morbid. <laughs>